Get ready for an insightful episode of Sales Transformation. In this episode, we have Fred Kopstake, author of Hybrid Selling, discussing the changing landscape of B2B sales and the importance of staying relevant in a hybrid sales environment. Tune in to learn how to adapt and thrive in the new normal of sales. Colin, back to you. All right, welcome back to Sales Transformation. Today, we've got Fred Kopasok back on the show. He's the author of Hybrid Selling and Selling Through Partnership Skills. He's a trainer, coach, consultant, and he is an expert in B2B sales. And Fred, welcome back to the show. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, so you got you back again to talk about the second book. Now, the second book uh, is more around hybrid selling. What, what's the reason and why did you write the second book? Selling through partnering skills came out in 2020. Right. Same time as you know what. <laughs> um, Perfect, yeah. perfect time. Well, lots of time for people to read books, I suppose. But um, no, it, it didn't make what I said in that any less relevant. In fact, I'd probably say more so. Um, but then what happened is, you know, yeah. the, the world is changing anyway, and it's still changing pretty fast. But what happened with, with the pandemic is that lots of changes that probably were going to happen happened fast overnight virtually and then other stuff that is going to change is coming along faster you know and so i've got a lot of time to reflect on this and i sort of looked at it and thought well mm-hmm. we need to do something about it we need to equip salespeople for it because you know people talk about the new normal and oh, you know those whole words that we don't like to use anymore but it, it, we're not going back we are not going back you know um and there's quite a lot of people that i was talking to which were kind of oh yeah we'll, we'll be okay we'll be back soon it's like no it ain't gonna happen you know and so it's all about kind of future-proofing salespeople and, and helping them stay relevant. I mean, that's, again, it's a strong way to describe this, but there's a danger some salespeople become irrelevant because they're not doing what customers need anymore. Yeah. And then the other part was that I got plenty of time on my hands because I was locked in the house. So <laughs> watched, well, I think I said, didn't I? You know, I watched Tiger King and all that kind of junk on Netflix and thought, oh, come on, do something constructive for the world of sales. <laughs> and so, I mean, how has kind of that, hybrid sales environment change sales from what you've seen yeah i mean it is about change i mean that, that's the big thing and it kind of focus in a hell of a lot on that um and you know we kind of see customers changed and i like think of the abcs of customers and they're, they're kind of more advanced more biased uh, but also more confused so it's kind of weird it's like they're more advanced we all know the numbers don't we they're so far in all the selling cycle and other oh, buying cycle and you know they know all the stuff that they know and they can't be helped and this sort of thing and they're biased to the stuff that they want to do because they've worked it out for themselves and they're really happy with all that and it's like what's else people even there for then well because they're also confused i mean it's a confusing time isn't it now mm. <laughs> vuca times we talk about it we volatility uncertainty complexity ambiguity i mean yeah we all suffer that so actually <laughs> they do need help but they need help from people that are in a position to give that. Yeah. And that's not just pretending to be a website and giving them a whole load of information. It's, I said it in the first episode, didn't I? It's about helping them to think. And there's so many different ways in which we can do that. You know, there's so many different flavors of selling, aren't there? So many different types. You have so many different methodologies and thinking and whatever. And, And that can be confusing for salespeople. And it's like getting the right one for what? your people need your customers need not just what everyone's talking about on linkedin because that could be totally irrelevant to you and then change itself is becoming different i mean changing changes you know it's yeah. like that. So, you know in the willy wonka uh, the, the the charlie the chocolate factory film do you remember the piece in the old original film when he goes down that tunnel yeah and the yeah. rowers are rowing and the things are slowing and it's like it's kind of like it's getting faster and faster and faster and faster so it's we need to do stuff to just 
get ourselves right for being useful, uh, valuable to customers. And a lot of that is in the way we work with them. And so it's just like, to do that, we need to be more accomplished. We've got to have more, more strings to our bone, more, more tools, more tricks, if you like. That's what hybrid is for me bringing more stuff in it's yeah. not can i work so, in a room and can i work on screen that's what a lot of people are talking about it's like well yeah lots of us have done that anyway forever yeah it's the hybrid is bringing in different things bits of customer success management bits of account management bits of understanding how to mutual pack bits of borrowing from lots of different areas and kind of building your repertoire if you like that for me is the hybrid piece yeah, I mean, I love that. Uh, I think that you know the expectation of buyers today is is higher than what it used to be, right? And you've got to be able to stand out amongst um, sellers in order to you know build relationships, to win their trust, and actually be effective and add some value during the time that you spend yeah. together. And and for me, it's about it's about adding stuff to the thing that we do. I mean, it's, salespeople can be a bit funny. <laughs> we can be a bit funny. You know, I'm a salesperson as well. And sometimes, you know, training and all this, people get quite defensive and oh no, you're going to change me. And it's like, well, I mean, that's another episode, which is about right. salespeople <laughs> not being very good at change <laughs> when we sell it ourselves. I mean, uh, yeah, different thing. <laughs> but it's not like we're trying to take something away. We're not trying to completely turn you around. The way I, I often describe this is if you imagine sort of a drummer, but all you've got is one little snare drum and one little stick and you're sort of tapping it away like that. It's like, mm, okay, it's not the best performance, is it? You know, no one's going to come and see you. Think of it, well, you know, the best drummers, the best rock drummers, uh, they've got a really big set of drums, haven't they? They've got loads of different sorts. And then different things, they probably only hit once in the performance, but they need that sound. And if we think of it, we're kind of building up our abilities as like this set of drums. It's, I thought that's kind of how we need to be, you know? But my brain's gone. I saw, I saw, um, I saw Motley Crue a little yeah. bit back. <laughs> Tommy Lee's the drummer there, isn't he? And he's a star. He's got a massive drum kit, huge. It's in the middle of the stage as well, which is a bit weird for drums. And this big ring of lights that he goes like upside down in and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, we need to be like that. Uh, not stealing the limelight, but having that capability of being able to do all of these different things because they're the right thing to do for the customer at the right time. And, and I think the key there is that's different for each yeah. customer, right? It's not showing up and giving the same show every time yeah. for every single prospect, right? being dynamic, you know, having these different tricks, but knowing yeah. when and how to use which ones um, and being more flexible or hybrid, uh, as you would say, uh, in these different environments where, you know, the customer wants to feel unique, right? And uh, your job as a seller is to, you know, uh, position yourself in a way that's going to cater to them. Absolutely, yeah. But if you've only got one way of working, if you've only got that one little drum that you're tapping away, you're going to have to do the same thing every time. And the customer's going to be like, okay, there's not much to it. There's not much depth. You've got all these things. You can pick the right thing. You're right. This is what I need to be doing here because I know how to and I know it's right. And this is cool. And this is what will be, you know, you've said it. I've said it. This is what's valuable. You know, sometimes I think we get so fascinated about the value proposition and the value of our products and the value of our services. It's like, hang on a minute. You know, I, I don't like salespeople with big egos, but actually you can be the value here. <laughs> it's the stuff that you bring to the table, helping people think, knowing the right thing to do, who to connect with. You know, that that is valuable in itself. And particularly when you're selling stuff, which is the same as everyone else anyway, you have to be the, the value. So 
equip yourself to do that. And and frankly, I mean, frankly, it gets boring, right? I mean, it can get very boring if you just, you know, same bland pitch, you know, same value proposition, same, you know, uh, stupid questions that you ask in discovery on every single sales yeah. call. <laughs> yeah, it, it can, it's, it's a balance, isn't it? I mean, we've got to do the reps. We've got to do the sort of the hard yards and the sort of the stuff, the, the, the fundamentals really well. But, you know, if you've got those other little things, that little cowbell that you just ring sometimes, because that's what you needed in that time. Brilliant. And that's where the customer will go, well, this, yeah, I can see that you're flexing and adapting. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. And so that's what, that's what the, the book was about. It was kind of saying, well, okay, let's set out a kind of a, a bunch of things, you know, kind of a structure, if you like, of have a look at these things, have a look at these things, have a look at these things, have a look at these and bring them into the way that you work. That will help you evolve. And like the framework is, is the evolved framework as it happens. Um, you know, so we've got to understand the essentials. The essentials are something you can't be building your, all the all the flashy stuff without the solid basics. We've got to understand virtual today. Got to and video and all the stuff which I could pack into that. Um, we've got to understand opportunity management. I would suggest as well. No, but we, I'm, I'm talking sort of bigger, more complex B two B sales here. Leadership and we talked about leading in the last in the last episode, didn't we? You know, so how to lead customers, not up the garden path, <laughs> not manipulate and take where you want them, but guide them. Or if they are comfortable with where they're going, fit in alongside them. You've got to make that call. Of course, value. Lots of people call themselves value sellers, but don't really understand what value selling is. Well, and it's actually pretty simple, I think. Yeah. A colleague of mine, I always quote him, which is that, that value is a mystery. Mike Wilkinson said, value is a mystery. <laughs> so, well, you don't know what it is. You've got to work it out mm-hmm. with the customer because it's what it means to them. They're the define, they define value. So understand how to do that. Um, and then kind of you know expand the whole business you know through the customer success through all that sort of stuff. So they are all skills, and there's a whole load of stuff. There are sales training and sort of sales thought leaders in all of these areas, all of that stuff. And so I just kind of picked the best and went, okay, let's, <laughs> let's put it put it into there and uh, just open people's minds. Yeah. There's so much more that we can do. I mean, I think the interesting thing here is what you're describing is the value is really the experience the experience that you give as the seller with your buyer. And a lot of people think the value is, you know, the products, features, and benefits of whatever it is that they do. And it's not. Um, and so I think that's really what you're talking about here. And, you know, customers want to, I mean, people generally want to be you know, heard and understood, right? And your buyers are no different. And, you know, how you keep them engaged and, you know, the questions you ask and if you challenge their thinking and these different things and how you bring value to the table of the experience is how you do that. And that's how you win yeah. more deals than you lose. Yes. They want to be understood. And if it's just that somebody understands that they, they're struggling here and they don't know and someone coming and saying, right, I know what your pain is. Well, how can you know what my pain is? Cause I don't really know what it is. We can have a guess at it. Yeah. And then we work on it together. You know, that, 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 and that's, as you say, it's the experience, which is uh-huh. like, yeah, you, you've kind of, you get it, you get me. And you seem to have got my back as well. This is where I'm going to go with you. You might not even be the best solution, to be honest. But yeah. <laughs> for me, it is because I feel comfortable with that. I feel safe in what you're doing there. Um, I've done quite a lot of thinking about buyer yeah. safety yeah, yeah. recently um, that some people talk about. And uh, I'm with them on that. I think that's that's part of something we should be looking to do, making our customers, making our buyers feel safe. Um, smart move from a salesperson's point of view. I mean, 
Yeah. And so, I mean, what are some things that you hope people who pick up your second book, um, you know, what would you hope that, you know, let's say the top three takeaways are? Um, top three takeaways is solid foundation, is solid foundation. Um, sometimes there are see salespeople that kind of want to run before they're walking. Now we've got to build those, those fundamentals, build those basics and make sure we're solid in that. And if that means going back and reviewing them and repeating them and kind of just keeping them up to, up to speed, you know, that would be, that'd be a smart idea. That's what all the, all the top sports teams do. All the top sports teams, they'll do the basics at the beginning of every training session before they start doing all the, all the funky stuff. Yeah. We just go straight to all the funky stuff. So I'd say essentials mm -hmm. is one. Um, you know what, virtual. Um, having manky virtual skills or setup or whatever, it, there's no excuse anymore. When you couldn't get a decent camera for love or money or you hadn't got a decent microphone because like they're all sold out. I was 2020. Now, if you're not doing this stuff right, I don't think there's an excuse for it. And still I'm seeing stuff where people are like, really? Like, what's going on here? You know, and then you could almost say, well, that's essential for it, to be fair. I wouldn't argue. Um, yeah. The other thing I would say, and it's, it's kind of a mixture of some of the others, sort of half value selling, half opportunity management stuff, it's, it's don't be afraid of having decent process, of having good sort of solid ways and means of prepping yourself, of researching customers, of getting the information, of thinking about things so that you can go with kind of interesting perspectives and sort of interesting thoughts to help people with. You know, I, I wrote something on LinkedIn just recently about somebody yeah. said to me the other day about, oh, I just wing it. I just wing it. Like there was some kind of sales superhero and really clever and above <laughs> us all. And I just thought, you absolute clown. <laughs> I'm a total muppet, you know, so. Oh, jeez. Uh, I mean, why would, a, why, why would a seller be scared to have good process? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I probably should in my job. I should be able to, to work it out, but I can't. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah, I think it's just a misunderstanding <laughs> of, of what we're what we're trying to do. So, I mean, and I suppose underpinning all of yeah. this, if you want to kind of summarize those into, into one, it's it's think outcomes. You know, we are selling outcomes. We're selling people results. Mm -hmm. And the more we can focus in on what those are, what they want, you know, how they want them, and talk about that stuff, well, the more we're going to be doing the right stuff, and the more we're going to make that impression and a great experience. So, yeah, you know, kind of condense those into the sort of think outcomes. Yeah, think like a partner. <laughs> Funny enough. Right, right. Yeah, which is... Well, is which is episode part. one. Yeah, go back to episode one. <laughs> so, I, lo I mean, I love how they... I love... I lo yeah. You, and if you miss that, go back. It's in the show notes. You can find it. People so, are going to be caught um, in a loop. Fred, never it's been loop. Awesome oh, no, he, said, he said in show one, they're going to cover it in show two. And then <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trick. It's a trick. Um, Fred, uh, fantastic having you on again to, to talk about the second book. Um, any final thoughts? And then where's the best place for people to connect with you and, and find um, you? I mean, connect with me, LinkedIn. As always, yeah, that's kind of where we, where we do the stuff. I mean, the book, both books are on Amazon, so you can you can get those there. Um, I mean, if you subscribe to my newsletter on LinkedIn, I actually pretty much 
use the first six chapters for a newsletter in the when I first launched it. So go back to the very first ones and it's the first six chapters, which is a it's a story of two salespeople. I wanted to do something a bit different. So I, I got these two salespeople, Harry and Larry, who were kind of going through difficult times in the pandemic yeah. and kind of one guy's struggling a little bit, but his mates got his back and they sort of look after each other and figure out how to how to do all this. So I, I pretty much gave the six chapters in the in the, in the the LinkedIn newsletter, so subscribe to that and get it for free. God, I'm a bad salesperson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you then hopefully like it so much you want the rest of the book. You have to buy it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if not, they can probably just ask Fred AI. Oh, oh that, yeah, that, that'll be launched by the time this goes out. Yeah, sorry for, I was just telling Colin that I've just yeah. built a digital twin. <laughs> where I've put loaded the books and a whole bunch of other content into that. So uh, I'm available 24-7 to, to be asked questions. And uh, I've just been playing with it. I think it's smarter yeah, than me. There we go. <laughs> I don't know where it's got it all from. So, uh, yeah, Fred AI. Fred AI. It, it, I mean, if Fred AI may write your third book for you. <laughs> it may well write some LinkedIn posts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Fred, hey, thank you so much again for coming on. We'll drop all the links there in the show notes to make it easy for everybody. And uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, please write a review, share the show with your friends. It really does help us to reach more sellers so we can help transform the way that they sell.